This is the Word of God from the household of David Church. It is a message designed to raise men after God's own heart. Listen and be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. I thank Pastor and Pastor Abby for giving me this opportunity once again to be a blessing to the house to bring us word this morning. Thank you, Ma. Thank you, sir. I love you so much. Hallelujah. Now, I'm going to start with a story this morning. Um, for some of us that had the opportunity to be born when we were born, I'm still young, but I'm not that young. And then I wasn't, I wasn't born with a silver spoon, like they say. So we had the opportunity to see um, chickens, um, you know, I wanted to say give back. They don't give back. <laughs> you know, um, produce eggs and um, stay on those eggs and uh, hatch those eggs. How many of you know what I'm talking about? Not that you saw it on the, on the television or like you've seen it. You've seen it ahead. You know? So there was this, there was this um, family friend that we had you know, they had some what we call agric chickens, and they had, um, you know, the local ones, like we like to call them. And then we say the local ones are sweeter, they are, you know, but you get. <laughs> so there was this particular chicken. Every time she brings forth eggs, she will not stay on those eggs. As in, she will just leave them and go. Local chicken, oh. Every time. So, the mom of the house said one day, what kind of useless chicken is this one? Now, you will suppose that for a chicken that um, brought out eggs, it's not completely useless, Abby. No, 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 I'm talking. But relative to the purpose for which it is being bred, it is useless. Am I making sense? So, the good lady brought eggs and refused to incubate on the eggs so that the eggs can hatch so that we can have the end point that the owner was looking for hallelujah this morning i want to talk to us about incubate somebody say incubate hallelujah so somebody's wondering what am i incubating i don't get egg now <laughs> hallelujah i have to explain that and you know say that story so that you understand so that I don't just say that's what my message is incubate and uh, somebody's wondering what's so what does it mean to incubate now in normal English term it means to brood generally in chicken terms it, it means to you know brood or raise eggs through the provision of ideal environmental conditions now I'm going somewhere just follow me as I move till it arches now, I'm just simply using the word incubate this morning to talk to us about meditation. Somebody say meditation. Now, I believe um, on Wednesday, even yesterday at um, the Bible study, we have been carried 
from the conference to help us see that it's not enough for us to just come for a Iagan conference and just leave after the conference and not do anything with what we've heard. Because if that is the case, our testimony and our experiences will remain the same. And it will be as though the power of God did not move. It will be as though you did not hear any word. It will be as though um, um, the promise of God did not come to you. It will be as though the prophecy of God did not come. Hallelujah. Am I making sense this morning? Now let's um, read some scriptures here. Psalm 1, media, if you can help me with um, New King James Version, let's just stick to New King James throughout, except I say otherwise, throughout the message. Psalm 1, from verse 1 to 3. Can we read together? Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, verse 2, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night, verse 3. It shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever it does shall prosper. Somebody say, whatsoever I do shall prosper. First Timothy 4, 14 to 15. First Timothy chapter 4, verse 14 and 15. Let's read this together too. Want to go? Next verse. Hallelujah. Joshua 1 8. I know we know that, but let's read it together. Joshua 1 8. Want to go? hallelujah amen now all the scripture that we looked at telling us about meditation now let's go back to first Timothy chapter 4 I need us to see something, see something here. here because, because many, many times, times we come we to say just put in quote aside um, conferences and seminars and retreats we come to service and the word of the Lord comes forth from the mouth of our man of God and many times as we heard it that is the last time the moment to get out of that door hallelujah the last time you heard what pastor said was the last time he said it the last time we thought about it was the last time he said it Paul was telling Timothy he said do not neglect so you can neglect something no matter what has come upon you at any meeting you can neglect it Paul said, Timothy, do not neglect the gift that is in you. He said, how did it come? Which was given to you by prophecy. Did we receive prophecies during the conference? With the laying of hands of the eldership. Some people got laying of, of hands. And they, they fell. And they rode. And they shouted. You know? And they stood up. And they went away. And they remained the same. Hallelujah. Next verse. This is how not to forget. This is how not to neglect. Meditate on these things. Somebody say meditate. 
So what does it mean to meditate? Just like to incubate, it means to brood, to ponder, to take time to think through. To keep your mind fixed on a particular idea or a particular thing. In this case, to keep your mind fixed on what God has said to you. To keep your mind fixed on the word of God, on the prophecy you have received. How does that happen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Many times, let's assume, um, who can I use for an experience this morning? Anybody, you know, you know, I just want to show us a practical way of starting to meditate. Any, anybody that wants, Brawali, come and help me. I didn't want to call, <laughs> I wanted somebody to come by themselves. Thank you very much. I'm sure there are different prophecies and different words that you have received from God. Is there one that you can share? All right. Um... There are many actually, but one that um, presently I'm working on is uh, is the one that um, uh, um, Pastor Oropo preached, and he talked about um, consecration. All right, the place of secret place. I mean, the place of a secret place. So um, I just felt like I needed to do more, consecrating myself to God, and also improving my secret place. So that's one I'm presently working on. So, do you have a, any scripture for that? Okay. Um, uh, can I remember that now? Uh, <laughs> um, 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 no, I can't cook up. <laughs> uh, um, well, it's not a scripture. It's more of a story. All right. And, um, well, basically, it's about the life of Jesus Christ. You know, because of the goal set before him, you understand, and um, he tried to do all he could in the secret place, praying and fasting, praying and doing the work of the Lord, consecrating himself for the main purpose um, that God has created him for. Okay. Let's let for the purpose of what I want to do. So I'm going to help you. Give us Romans chapter twelve. And it, so there is a thought in your heart. There is something that the Lord is moving you to, to do, to think, to walk towards. And then we have a scripture. Let's assume this is the scripture. It says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the masses of God that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. Does it fit into what you are talking about? Only acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. Now, in the context of what you are saying, if you want to meditate, what do we do? we look at this scripture and you begin to say it over and over so you sit down but what let's sit down it's practical this morning because many times we are too noisy there's too much noise around us you lock the door you go away you move away you shut down social media and you take this scripture and you begin to say i present my body then you begin to ask what does it mean while to present your body 
as you wrote this you are praying in tongues you are worshiping and you are saying what does it mean for me to present my bodies a living sacrifice how can i give a sacrifice that is alive lord what are you saying and the only spirit begins to come alive in you and begins to tell you this is what i'm saying this is what it means in your context this is what you need to do this is what it means to meditate am i making sense this morning listen meditation is not shouting i've got it i've got it no that's as a matter of fact that can be the end of it I, I, we're going to get there in a while but when you start to meditate you take the word of god the promise of god the prophecy that he has given and you begin to roll it in your mind. you put your mind on it you make your mind stay on it hallelujah you shut down the noises around you you cannot be meditating and be watching football you cannot be meditating and be watching big brother africa or is it nigeria that they're doing now you cannot you have to shut down there is too much noise in our generation and because of this we do not have the result that our fathers had too much noise when was the last time you heard anybody say brother i'm going for a retreat these are the things that were common when we were in school these are the things that were common but these days thank you sir we this it is it is it is and when i say go for it it doesn't mean you are going to you don't have to go to a far place you can go for a retreat in your room lock the door and just me and you today god you can go for a retreat in your car <laughs> you have to find a solution to the noise around am i making sense i'm going to show us six things about meditation to drive home the point and then at the end we are going to do another practical we're going to just take one scripture one powerful scripture will take some few minutes and brood on it you see when you begin to meditate then it will get to a point where there will be a welling inside of you begin to speak at that point in time what you are speaking is not just um i want to confess hallelujah these are things that will come right from your spirit i remember um when we were planning for our wedding we had a long confession that came from place of prayer honestly speaking when i remembered those confessions i just smile and say thank you lord for the veracity of your word like some of the confessions are amazing but they didn't just we didn't just put them up we always pray together. I can't remember how many times in a week on phone because we're not always physically together. And then we used to take these confessions together. And do you, do you imagine that a lot of those things that we put in those confessions came to pass? Practically in the first year of our marriage. As in, and what was, or what is amazing for me is the way they came to pass now 
but the catch there is this i didn't think they were not going to come to pass you know why in meditation i already lived it so there is a there is a paradigm that is happening now and my wife said you're already living in that place because i was saying so we'll do this we'll do that i said you're you've already moved you're already i said yes i had entered into that experience i have entered into that experience already hallelujah so i am talking i'm not trying to talk as though I'm not trying to just cook up confession. I am speaking from the abundance of what is inside. Hallelujah. Six things about me. One number one thing you need to know. Revelation comes in the place of meditation. If you want revelation, you need to meditate. Many times when pastor comes or um, an apostle comes or a bishop comes and they are speaking like i'm speaking and you think that you have received something you have actually not received it all trust me until you go a second time to start looking at it all you will know is that many of the things that we shouted about during meetings what has happened to our lives from those words so revelation comes from a place of meditation prayer without meditation limits the flow of revelation let me say it this way it is not the food that you eat that nourishes your body is the one that your body retains you didn't hear me it's not the food that you eat that nourishes your body is the one that your body retains and absorbs you can eat food and vomit it back. Am I correct? And for some people, there are some foods that they say your body, you know, cannot process well. For some people, they say it's milk. So it means that no matter the nutrient in that milk, it cannot nourish your body. So it does not matter what has come to, what world has come. If you do not meditate to absorb the nutrient itself, it will not do you good. Am I making sense this morning? So it is important for us to pay attention. Somebody say pay attention. Many times it is when we are meditating that God begins to speak to us. Eh, I don't know how to hear God. Sit down. You are too, you are too active. You're, the noise around you is too much. That's why. God has not been speaking to you. Who told you? It's like a child that is playing which is which is our friend running up and down you know there's something you say david david and they are not answering because they are so engrossed in what they are doing they can't they, they are not hearing what you are saying that's what is happening so god might be calling shola god might be calling damola god might be calling anybody and you are not hearing hallelujah am i making sense this morning so it is not that god is not speaking it is that you are not calm enough hallelujah remember to meditate means to brood and to incubate so if you want to get the end result of what god has said in that promise so you don't want the egg to just remain an egg you want it to hatch that's what i'm saying because it is useless for you as an egg it's not useful the purpose of that prophecy might be to move you from point A to point D. 
But if you receive that prophecy and do not meditate and pay attention and receive instruction and direction from it, you might remain at point A. And then over the years, you begin to see Christians that are wondering, why is my life like this? Why has nothing changed? As though it is the problem of God, not our own problem. Hallelujah. So that's number one. Number two, wisdom is activated through meditation. May that give us um, Luke 15 from verse 11. Wisdom is activated. I was tempted here to quickly go through what wisdom is, but there won't be time. So I just ignore. Wisdom is activated through meditation. Wisdom is activated through meditation. Simply put, okay, let's read the scripture. Then he said, a certain man had two sons. Next verse. And the younger of them, we don't destroy you, said to his father, Father, give me the portion of the goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. Next verse. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possession with prodigal living. Next verse. But when he had spent all, and there arose a severe famine in that land, he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and he sent him into the fields fields to feed swine next verse and he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate but and no one gave him anything now this is the verse but when he came to himself he said now he began to contemplate he began to ponder remember the definition of meditate he began to brood over his situation and began to look at everything in the context of what is happening. Bible says, but when he came to himself, one of the things that happens when you meditate is that you will come to yourself. What does that mean? You will come to the realization of who you are in Christ. But that's not my focus. When he came to himself, he said, how many of my fathers are servants? have bread enough and to spare and I perish with hunger. Look at the next verse. I will arise and go to my father. That's the wisdom there. Did you hear what I just said? When you meditate, what will happen is that wisdom will be battered. You will know what to do. Hallelujah. I will arise and go to my father. It is possible for you just to be warning. Eh, I don't have anything to eat. Eh, can you call? That will not bring wisdom more. Uh, um, everybody, nobody's giving to me. People are wicked, you know. Like people say, you know, nobody's nice. It's not his food on spirit, you know. Another, another, and we just keep rambling and worrying and and fighting everybody and one. But when you are actually meditating, this what happens. Wisdom will be battered, and then you will know what to say. I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against you, and all that, and you know, he arose and went. So number two point, like I said, wisdom is activated through meditation. Number three, meditation brings clear answers to specific questions. Meditation brings clear answers to specific questions. Do you have questions in your heart? If we tarry enough, we will receive the answers. It's actually not that hard. 
Hallelujah. Amen. John 8. Let's read from verse 1. John chapter 8. Lord, we give you praise this morning. Now Jesus went to the Mount of Olives. Next verse. Now early in the morning, he came again into the temple and all the people came to him and he sat down and taught them. Next verse. Then the scribes and the Pharisees brought to him a woman caught in adultery. And when they had set her in the midst, next verse, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in adultery in the very act. Now Moses in the law, that's the scribes still talking, commanded us that such should be stoned. What do you say? This they said, testing him, that they might have something of which to accuse him. So whichever way he went, they said, today we'll catch you. But Jesus stooped down and wrote on the ground with his finger as though he did not hear. What do you think he was doing? Kayadaba. Next verse, let me show you something. So when they continued asking him, so they kept talking, he blocked them out as though they were not there. He raised himself up and said to them, Now, the wisdom to answer, to give specific answer to a specific question has come. He who is without sin among you, let him throw a stone at our force. Now, what am I bringing out here? In our day-to-day life, there are many times there are questions in front of us. This happens a lot at work, especially if you work in a corporate setting. So there are things you need to do or there are engagements you need to make with other people, with somebody. And then you can see that the course is not clear. There's something up here. Many times we worry, we complain, we shout, we do whatever, but we don't actually take time to meditate. Hallelujah. Many times all we need to do is take a step back and reach inward where the treasure is. Holy Spirit, what are you saying in this situation? And then it will bring forth clear answer to that specific question. Hallelujah. Now, this number four, I love this so much. Because <laughs> meditation is a pathway to creation. Hallelujah. Meditation is a pathway to creation. Media, if you have amplified, give us Genesis chapter 1 from verse 1 in amplified. Meditation is a pathway to creation. So, how do I control the things in my life? How do I create from nothing? Meditation. Hallelujah. Now let's see how God did it. In the beginning, God created, that is formed from nothing, the heavens and the earth. Verse 2. He says, the earth was formless and void, waste, empty, and darkness was upon the face of the deep. So I don't think there's any other situation that, that can be, be this bad or that can be worse than this. Am I making sense? I mean, it was formless. It was empty. I mean, there was darkness. Hallelujah. But look at what the Bible says the Spirit of God was doing. Can you read it for me? Can we read it together? <laughs> Did you see that? So there was the darkest of situations, and God not say, Yeah, but all he did by his spirit was to start meditating. <laughs> Trust me, you didn't hear me. 
when you go away. <laughs> hey, the Bible says the spirit of God began to brood on, upon the face of the waters. And then the right word came. God said, Let there be light. Hope you know that when he said, Let there be light, he was not declaring the sun and the moon and all that because you will see them later. The lack of a lack of wisdom could have said that let the sun come. Maybe there is darkness. But what meditation also does is that it helps you to see the situation in the right light. Am I making sense? So, as the Spirit of God overed upon the face of the and, and it was breathing, God said, let there be light because in the context of light, everything can exist. So, when you meditate, what you thought was the answer may not be the answer. And God will begin to bring to you instructions and directions that you will do well to follow. Hallelujah. Meditation is a pathway to creation. So you want to create anything around you. Take time to meditate. Number five, meditation energizes our confession. That same scripture. God didn't speak without meditation. Meditation energizes our confession. Learn not to just cook up things and just say things because you feel like saying it, but because you feel you want this thing and you just begin to say, I have it, I have it, I have it. As you have been saying it, have you have you added all this while? Has it not come to you that probably you are doing something wrong? Hallelujah. Meditation energizes our confession now number six because i broke this one down a little more so meditation cannot thrive in the wrong atmosphere so we're going to go back to some um some one verse one to three again but basically verse one some one verse one meditation cannot drive if you have this one in amplified please give it to me meditation cannot thrive in the wrong atmosphere now, let's, blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the wicked, following the advice and example, nor stand in the path of sinners, nor sit down to rest in the seat of scoffers. Next verse. We'll come back here. Next verse, please. But his delight is in the law of the Lord. That is to say, the man that does not do all these things is the one that can delight and meditate. Am I making sense? So, the atmosphere for meditation automatically says that it cannot be what verse 1 was talking about. So if I will prosper and I'll be like a tree by the river of water, then there is something to look at. Number one, let's go back to verse 1. It means that one of the atmosphere I must make sure does not exist around me is an atmosphere given to ungodly plans ungodly advices ungodly counsels give me first timothy 4 7. ungodly plans ungodly advices ungodly counsels i cannot give myself and receive counsel from the wrong source and assume I will be able to meditate rightly because 
what you can meditate on is the information you've received. So if you receive the wrong information, it's garbage in, garbage out, you will produce the wrong thing. Look at what Amplified says. But have nothing to do with irreverent folklore and silly myths. On the other hand, discipline yourself for the purpose of godliness. So you cannot give yourself to irreverent folklore. Parables and, um, and, 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 you know, things that do not come from the Spirit of God. If I give myself to these things, I would not be able to meditate rightly. Number two, an atmosphere of sin. I cannot be walking in sin consistently and think I will be able to produce anything in meditation. As a matter of fact, you will not even be able to meditate because the noise around you and uh, the, the things around you that are causing you, you know, to live that way we also make sure you don't sit down to meditate. Hallelujah. So the man that is blessed in his meditation is the man who does not also walk in the path of sinners. Lasting an atmosphere of disregard for spiritual things. This one, I wish I had time. Disregard for spiritual things. Sits with his coffers. You are the one that will be found where they are abusing other believers. You are the one that will be found where they are abusing you know, uh, um, 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 pastors and teachers and all that. You are the one that will be found. Be clicking like and be saying, you know, yes. You are the one that will go on social media and you irreverent or spiritual things. You are the one that will walk, just walk into any meeting, you know, as though the spirit of God that says, okay, I'll be here by nine because you've chosen nine, is also going to come late. You are the one that will be praying and will be receiving call. You will medit you are meditating and you are you are telling somebody Mumbo Mumbo. I'm talking to God. Hallelujah. Am I making sense this morning? Am I, have I helped anybody this morning? So in these three atmospheres, we cannot, we cannot. My time is almost up. I don't know how that happened. First Peter chapter 1, verse 23. Can we rise to our feet? First Peter chapter 1, verse 23. This is our assignment. Let's look up. Look at this. Look at the screen. Today, do one thing for yourself. I want to say for me, but it's not for me. Do one thing for yourself. If you take this scripture and meditate on it, <laughs> for you have been born again. That is reborn from above. Give me, give me King James here. I I like the way King James. You know, King James. King James is thick here being born again not of the corruptible seed but of the incorruptible by the word of god like hey <laughs> i 
I've not even started meditating. I'm already being born. It means that when anything is coming to me, I can't. I am not born of this world, though. I am being born again, not of the corruptible seed. The seed that gave birth to us is not corruptible. It's also the reason why I can stand and know that I can I, I, I don't have to do this. I don't have to sin. I the seed that gave birth to me has empowered and energized me. Hallelujah. Being born again, not of the corruptible seed, but of the incorruptible seed. Hey, by the word of God. So I see anything around me that is not by the word. I say, ah, being born again. Sit down with this thing for 30 minutes and see what will happen to you. Just sit down with this scripture. Katola bakashata. There are so many scriptures like this. I wish I had more time to just show us like two or three more. Just sit down and begin to meditate. Being born again. You are born again. Hey, and you are not born of the corruptible seed. You are born of the incorruptible seed. And that seed is a word of God that lives inside of you. As you begin to do that, other scriptures begin to come up. Energize yourself through meditation on the word of God. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We give you all the praise. Have I helped somebody this morning? Hello, thank you for watching us. We don't want this to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. You know, um, after listening to God's word like this and you have never made Jesus Christ the Lord of your life, it's an opportunity to come to him and it's a simple process because he has made all things available. I want to employ you now to give your heart to Christ. And by saying these words, because giving your heart to Christ must be done consciously. He has paid the price. Say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I come to you. I believe that you died for me and that you rose again. I believe that you shed your blood for my justification. I accept your finished work right now. And I confess that you are the Lord of my life. I believe in you. Thank you, Jesus. If you have said those words, you are actually born again, a new creation in Christ. Join us for more of this. God bless you.